The Islanders' preseason is over. They have less than a week to get ready for the season opener Saturday. We'll take our key takeaways from the preseason. Plus, who's going to get that last roster spot? All that and more on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Sark tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. And welcome, everybody, to the Monday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you can get new episodes as soon as they drop. And you can find us now on the SiriusXM on SXM app. Just do a search for Locked On Islanders. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use. For details. Lots to talk about as the preseason is over and the regular season is less than a week away. But first, if there's something Islanders related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, maybe a topic you'd like us to discuss on a future episode, feel free to email us at lockedonislanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we discuss whatever it is that's on your mind. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Isles, and you can follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all things Islanders throughout the season, and I am live tweeting uh, during nearly every Islanders home and road game, so join me for that. Always great to talk a little Islanders hockey, game time, or any time. Well, the Islanders preseason is over. Uh, Unfortunately, they lost their last three games, the final one, a home game on Friday against the New Jersey Devils. And I'm not going to go into depth about that game in particular. The, The big thing that bothered me was that the Islanders were playing what is going to be very close to their opening night lineup. I don't think there were any uh, players who would be described as prospects in the lineup uh, against the Devils, and yet they still looked very much uh, outplayed and a little indifferent or unsure of themselves or unmotivated at times. And again, it's preseason. I'm not going to lose sleep over preseason. You want to see the team play a little better, but... You don't lose too, you know, worry about it. But the thing that bothered me is 
They didn't look organized. They didn't look emotionally and mentally ready to play the game. And yeah, okay, this is a veteran team. The outcome does not really matter. But at the same time, uh, you want to see more. You know, from a veteran team going up against a bunch of prospects, you would expect they would play better. Now, we did learn some things, both good and bad, over the course of this year, uh, over the six preseason games and training camp. And I I guess one of the issues that we learned, a little disappointing, the the performance of Oliver Wallstrom. And, yeah, you know, Wally needs to be given some time. He was injured in December, so what was it, nine nine-plus months that he wasn't able to play. Lane Lambert basically summed it up at the end of the, uh, after the Devils game on Friday. We've talked about it all training camp. He's coming off a long layoff. (coughs) He's getting up to game speed and getting situations that he can play in. To me, it looks like he's still trying to find his way a little bit from a speed standpoint. And, you know, Wallstrom in this game, two penalty minutes. He did get three shots on goal, but he was also the only Islanders player in this game who was a minus two in what was a 3 nothing loss. And so you don't know whether or not Wallstrom has won a, uh, an everyday job or does he start the season as a black ace. You sort of have this contradiction where... On the one hand, he may not have been one of the best 12 forwards over the course of the preseason. On the other hand, if he's sitting and not playing, how is he going to get back into game shape (coughs) and be ready to show what he can do over the long run? So, Wallstrom still in the process of getting back, and I guess the key question for the Islanders becomes, you know, is this all Oliver Wallstrom can do? Or is Oliver Wallstrom just in need of some more time to get his groove back, so to speak? Uh, We also know that the chemistry from the six preseason games between Bo Horvat and Matthew Barzal, it looks to be real and authentic. And that's very encouraging. We really like seeing that. But we still do not know who their line mate is going to be. Is it going to be Simon Holmstrom? Is it going to be Hudson Fashing? Could it be uh, Julian Gauthier? Uh, Kyle Palmieri is an outside shot, although I think the Islanders still want to keep Palmieri, Nelson, and uh, Engvall together. Engvall would also possibly fit into that first line, but... That remains sort of a wide-open situation for the Islanders, although the encouraging thing is that Barzal, who is moving to the wing, and Horvat look to be a really good match together. What doesn't look to be uh, very improved, however, is the power play. And, you know, they scored... One out of 14 power plays in the preseason. And again, preseason, you're trying things out. You don't always have your entire lineup. 
you know, the games don't count. You could list all the reasons why you don't want to worry. But you wanted to see a change in the approach and some better execution. It's a concern. I'm not panicking. I'm not saying, oh my gosh, we're doomed to a season of terrible power play performances. But we do need to get better than a 7.1% success rate. 1 for 14, not going to cut it. 2 for 14, not going to cut it. You need to be more consistent on the power play. Anybody who uh, I would say was a very big, pleasant surprise in the preseason, I'd have to say Julian Gauthier probably did a lot to earn a spot on this team. Now, whether he starts the season in the lineup or starts the season as the 13th forward, that remains to be seen. But because of his speed and his versatility, I think we're going to see... uh, more of Julian Gauthier this season than maybe we expected before the preseason got underway. Another thing we learned from the preseason, unfortunately, Samuel Bolduc doesn't look like he's ready to take over as an everyday player. It was Bolduc versus Aho for that final sixth and final everyday spot in the lineup on the blue line. I would have to say Bolduc looks like he just wasn't quite playing very well. He turned the puck over too often, did not get the job done consistently, and, you know, he's going to have to improve his play uh, and if, if he wants to crack the lineup. Meanwhile, you know, some very solid play by Ajo in the preseason looks to me like Ajo will start the season as the sixth defenseman. Now, keep in mind, who started the season as the sixth defenseman last year? Robin Sallow. So, obviously, that uh, remains up in the air for the New York Islanders. And, you know, those are kind of uh, some of my big takeaways from the preseason. This team, uh, you know... There's talent here. There's veteran talent here. I I still expect the Islanders to be roughly where they were a year ago as far as either just making or just missing the playoffs. But we have to see how they do. And getting off to a fast start, especially since they start with a lot of home games, is going to be important for the New York Islanders. All right, we have got a lot more to discuss on today's show. We're going to talk about the battle for the final roster spot, plus uh, some news concerning uh, a longtime Islander who was on a tryout contract with another team. We'll talk about that and a whole lot more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. The NHL season is finally here. Will the Vegas Golden Knights reign supreme again? Will the Islanders make the playoffs again? I love the NHL. I know you do too. That's why I want to tell you about Sleeper. Sleeper is my go-to platform for daily fantasy sports, especially daily fantasy hockey. With Sleeper, you have the chance to win 100 times your cash on daily fantasy. The NHL has never been more exciting than it is now with star players like 
McDonald, Ovechkin, Crosby, McCarr, Barzal, Sorokin. So simply select more players more or less based on their stats, such as goals, assists, points, saves, and more. Yes, you heard me, Islander fans. Sleeper offers 100 times payouts. So start paying attention, make the right picks, and you could win big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. So there's one camp battle left. On Friday afternoon, the Islanders made all their moves uh, to get down to the roster limit. They're one over right now, and it's either it's either Simon Holmstrom or Ross Johnston. I get the feeling it will be Holmstrom, but again, we'll see. Only, But here's the thing. If they send either one of those players down to the minors, down to Bridgeport, they will be under the cap. And something tells me, based on this choice, they may be better off sending Holmstrom down only because he doesn't have to go through waivers, they won't lose him, and he'll get the ice time he needs. Every day, as you know, I mention this on the show on Thursday or Friday, where, you know, Simon Holmstrom can play more minutes in Bridgeport can get power play time and top six minutes and really take his game to the next level. Is he ready to do that here on the island? I'm not sure. Now, again, Simon Holmstrom would contribute more to the New York Islanders, especially if he is one of the candidates on that top line along with Bo and Barzi. But at the same time, he gets more of an opportunity down in Bridgeport and You don't have to worry about losing him on waivers because he wouldn't have to clear waivers. So this is what Lou Lamorello has to figure out and Lane Lambert has to figure out as far as who gets that last roster spot. But as of right now, it's, it's a choice between Ross Johnston and Simon Holmstrom. And, you know, one other thing that we learned over the course of training camp. And that is that none of the prospects are going to make this team. And so William Dufour, Ruslan Ishkakov, Kyle McLean, Arno Durando, all of them sent, William, you know, all of them sent down, Matthew Maggio, all of them sent down to Bridgeport Cal Odelius, however, looks like he may stay in North America and play for Bridgeport. That, I think, is a bonus for the uh, Islanders organization. It could speed up his development. But all of those fans who were hoping that you know some of these prospects would make the team They're not going to make it right out of training camp, which is more or less what we expected. Now, I know a lot of people say, oh, uh, you know, we really need to have these young guys in the lineup. But out of the six preseason games, yeah, Maggio had a couple of moments, I, I would have to say. Dufour had a couple of moments, but had more than a few moments where away from the puck, 
He really had his issues. Uh, Ishkakov did not make a major impact in his preseason games. And that was the big opportunity that these players had. You know, we discussed earlier, I hope these guys get a long look in preseason. Well, you know, they, they kind of did, but they didn't end up coming through and making that impression where you say, yeah, you know, we could not uh, send this guy down because he just impressed so much. One other piece of news that I wanted to touch on, former Islanders forward Josh Bailey uh, did not uh, earn a roster spot with the Ottawa Senators. He had signed a PTO, professional tryout, with the Sens. You know, Jack Capuano, the former Islanders coach, is an assistant there. Uh, But unfortunately, even though he had five assists in six preseason games, and even was wearing an A for alternate captain in the final preseason game. Yesterday, the Senators released him, and now Josh Bailey's NHL future is up in the air. We certainly wish Bales well. Don't know if another NHL team would pick him up. Don't know if he'd be willing to play in the AHL or maybe go overseas to continue his professional career, you know, playing in the KHL or the Swedish Elite League or in Finland. Tough time right now for Josh Bailey, but it really looks like the end of the line, possibly, for Bales' NHL career. 1,057 games as an Islander, but doesn't seem to have a spot on the Senators, certainly we know the the Blackhawks let him go the the day they traded for him. The Islanders, you know, let him go in the trade. So uh, Josh Bailey possibly facing the end of his career, and 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 it's it's disappointing to say the least for Bales. You know, now that he's no longer on this team, and I know a lot of fans were frustrated with his lack of production, but. Bailey was a good Islander, good guy on and off the ice, good teammate, came through in the clutch in the playoffs for the Islanders, and I was rooting for him to make the Senators, and I hope he finds uh, the right place for him to continue his journey in hockey, whether he ends up retiring, playing in Europe, playing in the AHL, uh, becoming an assistant coach. You know, there are a lot of options, but... Right now, playing on an NHL team, at least to start the season, not looking all that realistic for Josh Bailey. And again, compare the fact that Bailey had five assists in six preseason games. Compare that to your William Dufours and your Ruslan Ishkakovs and your Matthew Maggios, who did not have that kind of an offensive impact in the preseason. If Bailey didn't make the team... You know, can't be surprised that some of these other players didn't make it either. We'll see what happens next for Bales. We have got more to get to on today's show. We are going to uh, continue our player-by-player look at the Islanders with their leading scorer, Brock Nelson. What will his role be and what does he have to do to meet expectations? And then our Islanders' birthday of the day, we're a day early 
but one of the most popular Islanders of all time who scored the biggest goal in Islanders history. We're a day early on this one, but let's see if you can guess who that is. We've got all that and more coming up on today's Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors, passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit available only to U.S. customers. So we continue our player-by-player look at the Islanders roster in preparation for the new season. Every day is on Friday. We did Semyon Varlamov. Today, it's Brock Nelson. Nelson 31 years old, but he will turn 32 in, well, on October 15th. So in about a week, uh, the former first-round pick uh, had a great year last year, all-time career high with 75 points, 36 goals, and 39 assists. So, you know, back-to-back 35-plus goal seasons for Nelson. The assist total was a career high. He was a plus 13, had six power play goals and 11 power play assists. So as bad as the Islanders' power play struggled last season, Nelson was one of their more productive players. And he really seems to be a late blossomer, has a good shot, isn't afraid to take shots, uh, had basically 222 Shots on goal last year, which was a career high. Played in all 82 games, and his line late in the season on that very important stretch drive, it was Nelson Engvall and Palmieri that really helped make the Islanders uh, go on that late win streak and eke out a playoff berth. Look, especially with uh, Zach Parise no longer on the roster, Nelson being the team's leading scorer, he has got to get north of 30 goals, and if he can get back to 35 or more, that would be outstanding. You need a minimum of 30 and 35 from him. 30 goals, 35 assists, that I think is the minimum, and you need him to continue to play well on the power play and be an offensive force. I think he may be in line to wear the A. We've talked about that on last week's uh, one of last week's episodes. But Nelson, uh, you know, is going to be the second line center, going to be on one of the two power play units, and you know, going to be one of those guys who is a leader on this team. 
Face-off circle, not his strength. Only won 47.3% last year. Not the most physical guy. Less than one hit per game. Well, but, again, a guy who gets the job done, has good size and a good shot, and isn't afraid to use it. And, by the way, uh, while we're talking about that Palmieri, uh, Engvall, and Nelson line, having... Uh, Kyle Palmieri on the ice for that game against the Devils, a good thing for the Islanders, just to get his feet wet, get him back on the ice. So that was certainly helpful as well. But Brock Nelson, he is going to play a large role for the Islanders, and his performance will be vital to the success of this team. All right, time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. And uh, uh, this one, well... Let's see if you guessed it. The man who is one of the most popular, if not the most popular, Islander of all time. His nickname says it all, Mr. Islander. Yeah, Tuesday will be the 71st birthday for former Islanders winger Bob Nystrom, the native of Stockholm, Sweden. A third-round pick by Bill Torrey and the Islanders in their first-ever draft. And even though he spent most of that first season in Islanders history with the New Haven Nighthawks, he did play 11 games with the Islanders and stayed with the team through the 85-86 season, played in 900 games, 235 goals, 513 points, 1,248 penalty minutes, add 39 goals and 83 points in 157 playoff games. He spent his entire career with the Islanders, and yeah, he he reached 30 goals in 1977-78, had five straight seasons of 20 or more, and seven seasons overall of 20 goals or more. He could dig the puck out of the corners, he could shoot, he could just do the dirty work and get the goals, and obviously his biggest goal, and arguably the most memorable and important goal in Islanders history the game winner in Game 6 of the 1980 Stanley Cup Final against the Philadelphia Flyers. But we're going to look at one of his more memorable regular season games, December 30th, 1975, at the Old Barn, which wasn't so old back then. And again, the Philadelphia Flyers are the visitors. Wayne Stevenson, the goalie for the Flyers. Chico Resch in goal for the Islanders. And like a typical Flyer game, a lot of rough stuff. 69 penalty minutes for the Flyers, 17 for Dave Schultz, 32 for Bill Barber. The Islanders as a team, 25 penalty minutes. But for Bob Nystrom, this was a particularly big game. He ended up with a hat trick for the Islanders, including the game-winning goal. Had that on three shots on goal. And, uh, well, you can add four penalty minutes in this game. Two goals for Billy Harris, uh, and that complemented it. Islanders beating the Flyers by a score of 6-2. to two. Chico Resch, 34 saves in a wild game. 37 shots for the Islanders, 36 for the Flyers. But that hat trick, uh, very important for Bob Nystrom. He had three career hat tricks. This was his second uh, of the three, and the Islanders, of course, winning all three games. Bob Nystrom, Mr. Islander, is 
our Islanders' birthday of the day. I want to thank everyone who makes Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Every day or tomorrow on the show, we will talk about Matt Martin's expectations and role for the upcoming season and what he needs to do to be successful. Plus, we will continue with the latest Islanders news notes and happenings as we get you ready for Saturday's season opener against the Buffalo Sabres at the UBS Arena. I am so excited for the start of the season, and I still think this team will compete for a playoff berth this year. Until then, have a great day, everybody. Stay safe, and of course, let's go Islanders.